Realty. This show is part of the Thrill Me Podcast Network. Experience more on Facebook and YouTube. to a brand new episode of the Reveal Rob show. I am, of course, your host, Reveal Rob, coming at you with a new review this week for the movie Sick, new horror movie that hit Paramount this week. I also will be talking about the latest going on in horror news, DC news, and anything else I can come across movie-wise to give all of you beautiful people. Hope everybody out there has been doing good since the last time we had our little show here. Man, hope everything's been going good. Been a little busy for me, but good busy. Did a couple of things here on the Throw Me Podcast Network that hopefully you've seen already. If not, it is available on our YouTube. Talking about the Slasher Report. Haunters Podcast presents the Slasher Report. I was a special guest on there doing one of my sporadic adventures on the show. I'll be there every now and then. We'll see what happens there. But was on there. Talked about some fun stuff between uh, HHN going to Vegas, a Megan film uh, maybe being a house at HHN. And then we gave our Friday the 13th uh thoughts as far as the franchise goes the future go ahead and check that out got some friday the 13th news coming for you later on this episode uh let's see also did a friday the 13th watch along because it was friday the 13th last week since last time we talked we had that horror holiday which i think is something that should be recognized every time it happens but uh good times going on over there on the Thrill Me podcast networks youtube be sure to check that out and give us a like subscribe uh share with your friends comment all that good stuff um Rate, review, wherever you find the show, uh, wherever podcasts are available. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. Got a TikTok as well and a Patreon, man. Fun stuff going on over there on the Patreon. You got some exclusive content going down over there. Check that stuff out um, with uh, some extra special goodies and all that going on over there on the Patreon. Again, be sure to follow uh, like, subscribe to YouTube. We got some special events coming up. We're going to do some more watch-alongs over there, video game plays, and we've got the Royal Rumble game coming later this month, man. If you're a WWE fan or if you're a wrestling fan, you know, if you've never watched wrestling, actually, and you just want to have some fun, man, join our Patreon, one, uh, $1 tier, and, you know, you can, just $1, man, and you can... um. Play the Royal Rumble game with us. It's going to be two Royal Rumble events. There's the Women's Royal Rumble and the Men's Royal Rumble. And it's just a good time, man. It's a good time. Even if you're not, again, even if you're not a wrestling fan, it's just like a fun event to watch and be entertained by. Give me just a moment while I pop my soda open here. There you go. Um, but yeah, that's the stuff going on over there. Three Podcast Network. All, all kinds of fun stuff going on. Music shows like the Metal Groove podcast, this show, entertainment, or mostly movie news, uh, video game talk, some Dota B talk, all that stuff on this show. Uh, we've got we got the uh, I guess this is growing up podcast that has joined us doing their thing. We've got the Core Memory Unlocked show with uh, Zach and Justin talking about memories of the '90s. That's fun times right there, and. 
And we've got Mr. Wonderful, who's working on a brand new show for the Throw Me Podcast Network. Can't wait to check that out. He's doing some best of episodes until that comes out. Be sure to check out the Mr. Wonderful show. Always good times over there, man. And again, check out the Throw Me Podcast Network. We got some fun things going on, 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 on over here. And yeah. More fun to come, of course, as time goes on. Let's go ahead and jump in to our review for this week's episode. It is a film entitled Sick. It is a Peacock. I may have said Paramount earlier. It is a Peacock original horror film that uh, debuted recently on the streaming service. It is also from Blumhouse. So Blumhouse kicking out the jams early this year. Remember last week I talked about Megan, the film that is captivating millions in the... uh, yeah, theaters there and that the box office and all that good stuff. Blumhouse knocking it out of the park there with their team up with Atomic Monster. Um, talk about them in the news a little bit later. Got another thing to talk about with them going on. And now we got another Blumhouse jammy jam here with Sick. It is rated R for terror language throughout. Strong violence and some drug use. It is a horror mystery thriller. You know, for me, that is the trifecta of awesome movie is only one hour and 23 minutes is not that long and again this is a peacock original so it is streaming on the peacock uh, as the pandemic steadily brings the world to a halt parker and her best friend miri decide to quarantine at the family lake house alone or so they think rotten tomatoes has it at a critic score of 88 percent while the audience has it at a 65 percent and imdb is coming in at a 6.2 out of 10 so what were my thoughts of the film? So, kind of went into this movie without a whole lot of knowledge. I think I may have seen the trailer and glimpse, glimpsing, or maybe saw like a post about it on uh, like Peacock's social media page or something like that. I I'd never watched a trailer, I don't think. So I was kind of going into the movie like, okay, you know, I, I got the gist of it from what I saw. It's a pandemic-style film, which, you know, we're in the year 2022, so we're still dealing with COVID, but definitely not as strongly as we were dealing with it in 2020 which is when this movie is taking place in the height of the covid time so they took the horror idea of uh lake house cabin alone vibe and um, set it around the covid pandemic where you know of course we remember it and going through it where we were in lockdowns and everything was scary and there's shortage on supplies and you know you're weary of anybody just sneezing let alone some random person you know out in the world or anything like that, but just alone, somebody cough or sneeze, it freaks you out, right? So that that uh, that quarantining itself, isolation of everything, you're putting that whole idea and vibe into a horror movie now, um, which is an interesting idea and an idea that I think you know works pretty well uh, if you know done right. Because again, you're alone, and what's the scary thing in horror films, especially in an isolated area like a family lake house? It's a away from everything in the world, right? It's, you know, it's out there, it's by itself, there's no real neighbors around you or anything like that. You know, some basic kind of horror tropes where you're alone and you're isolated, you're by yourself, there's no one around, there's no civilization close, it's like they're like miles away from you and all that stuff. So those those basic horror movie tropes that we've heard, seen in, you know, other movies uh, play to good use and sometimes not so good use but uh that's the that's the idea of this movie here is you know of course i don't give any spoiler reviews so i'm not going to tell you why this is going on and the the eventual ending outcome or anything like that i'm not going to give you any spoilers just going to give you my feelings on the film itself uh so again i like the idea of it for sure um so yeah going into it i was like okay interesting idea i get it i get what we're going for you know and i watched the movie 
and it has this it, it, it does have a tense vibe to it you know because again you think about these movies where you know you're by not really by yourself this person has their friend with them and then you know you go for, go from there but you think about those movies like uh the strangers or something like that where you know just there are people in their house and just you know i'll I don't know where somebody shows up at the house, and it's just it's just creepy. You know, I mean, we've all had that feeling. It be it, uh, you know, if we're by ourselves somewhere, you know, staying, even sometimes like staying at a hotel, even though there's people all around you, it's still like this new place, and it's you're you're trying to adapt and get used to this new place and new ideas. So you get a little bit of the creepy, tingling feelings when you're, you know, by yourself, right? So. You could think about that even, you know, up the intensity a little bit because you're at a lake house, which is, you know, just surrounded by trees and darkness. And it's just nowhere that you can, you know, anything can be out there. Heck, I remember staying at my brother's house when he lived um, in like this, like almost isolated area as well. I mean, there's still, I mean, people closer and everything like that, but it's still like a, you know, wooded area. And when it gets dark outside, it is dark, dude. And you look out a window and you can't really see anything except for maybe a light. And you're like, man, this is creepy vibes. And, you know, I, I, I remember that as creepy vibes and all that stuff. So, you know, the idea of that works out very well. You, you add into the fact of the, the COVID times and everybody's freaked out about, you know, spreading the disease that is, you know, just insanity. So I like the vibe of the movie. I like the feel of the movie. There is a, um, a scream feeling to the movie again not going into spoiler vibes or uh, spoiler talk or anything like that but there is a there's a scream vibe to it if you're watching it um what was that movie recently that was on netflix i say recently but it hasn't been on there in a while uh hush that movie came out what 2016 so it's been it's been a while but um that movie they, I, I get some vibes of that movie as well when watching this but I, I I think the movie is good. I think the movie was done very well, you know, especially for something that's an hour and 23 minutes. It kept me entertained, kept me interested, and it definitely hey, it kept me um, uh, with a tense vibe because, you you know, again, it's a spooky, it's a spooky thought, man, just being out there by yourself and then, you know, there's just somebody out there, you know. Yeah, again, like I said, everybody's had that, whether you're being in a hotel or, you know, just in a house for by yourself for the first time ever. But, you know, uh, that works, and... It works in this movie, and, you know, I enjoyed the movie, you know, from start to finish. Again, it's only an hour and 23 minutes. It's not all that long of a movie, and, and it kept me interested from um, the get-go. There was, like, a moment where there were, like, some personal, you know, details between one of the characters and another one of the characters, but, you know, the, the intensity of the film is there. Uh, the violence is there. Uh, you know, it is rated R for strong violence, and it definitely has some strong violence in it. Uh, there is some gore going on in the movie. Not something, you know, saw vibe or anything like that. But there's some, there's some, uh, there's some gore definitely in the movie. Uh, bloody gore. You know, nothing like you know too intense. Um, that'll, you know, make you throw up or anything like that. But uh, definitely get your gore in there. And I think I think the movie works, and it was an entertaining watch uh, for sure. Again, I've only seen two new movies in 2023: Megan and this, both Blumhouse jams. And you know, you gotta say both of them are really good. Of course, I, Megan's a better movie, but um, I wouldn't be too surprised if we get to the end of this year and I, you know, have this movie as an honorable mention or anything like that. I don't know if it'll be a top ten film for me. Maybe it could. Maybe it could sneak in there. Who knows? Uh, still very very early in the year, but I did enjoy it. I think the intensity and tense moments they put into the movie works i i think um the story the story's fine uh you know it's, I, 
I mean, you know, it, the story works. You know, I, I'll, you know, actually, the more I think about it, because I honestly just got done watching the movie, so still processing my thoughts. But I, the story works to a degree, um, especially if you think about how crazy the times were during the early stages of COVID. Again, we're not, you know, out of it by any means, but it's definitely nowhere near where it was where states were shutting down and all that stuff. Um, countries were shutting down. But I did enjoy the movie. I think they did a good job with... Um, the idea they had here works pretty well. I don't know how many more, you know, COVID horror films are out there, or movies dealing with COVID are out there. I'm sure they've been created and they'll be continued to come out as the years go on and uh, we continue to progress here. But I think the movie was enjoyable, especially again for an hour and 23 minute film that was a Peacock original movie. I think they did a really good job and I say it's worth uh, checking out if you, you need something to watch. You know, they, you know, you get your cabin in the woods vibes. Um, well, cabin on a lake, not really cabin on woods. Cabin in a lake, by a lake, which, you know, kind of like a cabin in the woods. And you get those vibes, you get some scream vibes, um, hush vibes. If you haven't seen Hush, by the way, check that out. It's on Netflix. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I think it was a, I think it was a well done movie. Um, a, a good enough done movie. You know, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not, I don't know if I, I, I don't know. I just, you know, it, it all depends on, you know, people's personal preference, but I did enjoy it as like a, I wouldn't say I'm like a horror snob, but I've watched a lot of horror movies and, you know, I think this one works, you know, I get, like I said, you know, you kind of mix all those other movies in together, uh, classic horror tropes, you mix those movies, throw a little bit of strangers in there. Um, and there you go. Not so much strangers because strangers, the whole idea there was just because somebody was home, right? Um, this movie has something else that's, Deals with something else, and I'll let you be. I'll let you determine if you like what it ended up dealing with, and what the, what the uh, reasoning for the the uh, the uh, stalking and all that stuff was. Uh, I'll let you figure that out and see what you think about that. But I think it's fine, and I, I did enjoy the movie. I'd probably watch it again, for sure. Uh, but yeah, there you go. Check it out. Sick streaming now on the Peacock. All right, so we were talking about a horror movie. Let's go ahead and jump into the horror news, kicking off with the biggest horror news as far as I'm concerned, and that is with Chucky. Chucky is my horror icon, and can't wait to experience the Chucky-themed house that'll be at Halloween Horror Nights this year. Uh, 2023 is Halloween Horror Nights. So excited to check that out, man. Um, cause I've, I've never been through a Chucky house. Got to go through a scare zone. Got to do, do the photo op and all that stuff, which was a great time. But finally get to go through a house this year. At 8HHHN32. But that is not the news. The news here is that Chucky has been renewed for a third season. Uh, Chucky creator Don Mancini uh, expressed his gratitude towards the fans and their outpouring of love. Uh, recently, with this following quote, the cast and crew of Chucky would like to thank fans and critics alike for their overwhelming response to season two, which we're delighted to delighted to announce has greenlit a season three. This news has made Chucky very happy. Thank Dumbala for that, because otherwise Chucky would have been frankly impossible to deal with. Many thanks also to our partners at Sci-Fi USA and UCP. I don't know what that is, for helping us keep Chucky busy. See you in 2023 for what Chucky himself promises will be his scariest season ever. 2023, that's this year. So season three is coming later this year. Go ahead, man. They aren't, they aren't wasting any time. Uh, season one was fantastic. Absolutely love season one. Uh, season two I have not seen, unfortunately. Uh, I thought it would be streaming on Peacock uh, You know, after it debuted on... Uh, sci-fi in USA. I thought 
know, they put an episode out on Peacock. Um, but they haven't done that. Then, like, okay, I'll wait till the season's over. They did that with Chucky season one. They put it on Peacock. Still not there, man. Um, kind of sucks. Uh, <laughs> you know, kind of want to see the season, especially before season three happens. Um, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, it'll be there soon. Maybe I'll just have to buy the thing, uh, which isn't a problem. I got no problem buying Chucky stuff. But uh, season one is currently still streaming on Peacock and also just went to Shudder as well, which is interesting. It makes me wonder if season two um, will end up on Shudder. Either way, I'm half fine because I do have Shudder. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm very excited about Chucky getting a third season. I'm glad Chucky's getting some freaking recognition and respect, man. feels like Chucky's always been the disrespected of the horror icons. Chucky is a horror icon. Chucky's a big deal in the horror realm. And you look at it, he's one of the big, you know, franchises still around at the moment. I mean, it's just Chucky and Halloween, honestly. They're really carrying the carrying the thing right now. Checks the Chainsaw Massacre. Can't get it together. Um, Friday the 13th. Gonna have some news for you here in a moment about Friday the 13th. That seems like we're finally getting something there, but it's been a while. And, uh, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street still stuck in limbo. You know, <laughs> so it's honestly been Michael Myers and Chucky that's been carrying the horror icons for a while now, which is fine with me because I enjoy both. But uh, it's nice to see my horror icon finally getting some love in Chucky, man. Can't wait to see what Chucky Season 3 has, and hopefully I'll get to see freaking Season 2 soon. All right, jumping over to Friday the 13th news. Uh, like I mentioned, we did a watch-along Friday the 13th. Check that out on our Thrill Me Podcast Network's YouTube. Uh, Friday the 13th franchise is finally getting something, as we know, with the Crystal Lake prequel series that will be hitting uh, Peacock at some point. We don't have release date, but it is coming from A24, Peacock, and Brian Fuller, who is behind Hannibal. And we do know that the show will have, um, somehow, they're going to be able to use any and all existing elements from the franchise, which is good news. Not going to miss out on anything there, because that was a worry with the lawsuit that was going on. And what has, and what has kept Friday the 13th in limbo for so long is... Know just the uh, the rights of what can and can't be used in the Friday Thirteenth franchise, but it looks like any and all existing elements for the franchise are going to be able to be used for this Peacock series. Um, it's been 14 years. There we go. So it's been 14 years since the last thing we've had from the Friday Thirteenth, and we're finally getting something with Crystal Lake, which is an upcoming prequel series from A24, Peacock, and Brian Fuller. Peacock has given the project a straight to series order with uh, the show being described as an expanded prequel to the original Friday the 13th franchise. Um, at a Friday the 13th Part 3 screening last um, last week, which uh, was not the Friday the 13th watch-along we did, but, again, you can see that on our YouTube. Um, it was provided an um, exciting update to the project. was provided announcing that Kevin Williamson, who is behind Scream and the movie Sick that I just got done talking about, will be writing an episode for the show. Additionally, original Friday Final Girl, um, Adrian King, Adrian King. I don't know. I suck with names. Will be, will have a recurring role. Who did Audrey King play? Okay, so googling it real quick. Audrey King was Alice Hardy, the fictional character in the Friday the 13th franchise. Uh, Alice appears in Friday the 13th as an artist working as a camp counselor. Okay, prize a role in the sequel Friday the 13th Part 2 and the fan film Jason Rising 2021. Alright, so there you go. They will be back. Um, duh, 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 duh. Let's see. The show will be written by Brian Fuller, who is also the showrunner and executive producer. Victor Miller penned the original film 
Victor Miller, who pinned the original film of the franchise, also is like the producer. Uh, Friday 13th screening, blah, blah, blah. All right, let's see. Uh, Let's see. They officially start writing in two weeks. It will have two scores to choose from, a modern one and a classic Manfredini one. Kevin Williamson is writing an episode. Adrian King will be returning the role. Uh, Fuller has pitched four seasons for Crystal Lake. One will... Only one has been officially offered or ordered so far through uh, Peacock, but he does did note that uh, they have to pay a pretty hefty penalty if they didn't order a season two. Um, let's see. Asked if uh, confirm if Pamela's role in the Crystal Lake series. Fuller replied, "We're honestly going to be covering it all. The series is covering the life and times of these two characters, which we assume he's talking about Pamela and Jason. There. So okay." There you go. Friday the 13th, things are moving forward, and they're moving forward in a uh, good way. It seems seems like the show is still on positive front, and, you know, I'm interested in seeing it, man. I get, you know, I wouldn't say Friday the 13th is one of the franchises that I, and, you know, I don't, I mean, I guess I enjoy it. I don't know. I've only watched the full franchise once, you know, it's kind of got its basic vibe to it. Um they're enjoyable. Some are, you know, some others are like, yeah, <laughs> you know, they get a little over the top, but hey, all, all movies do at some points with sequels, especially horror movies. So I'm glad, I'm just happy, honestly, for the Friday the 13th fans to finally have something to look forward to in that franchise. It's been over 14 years, man. So it's good to see that they finally have something happening more for them. And, you know, I'll keep you posted when we get more news on there. Uh, and, of course, Haunter's Podcast with the Slash Report will have you covered as well. Uh, let's see. Becky, if you don't remember that movie, the horror film that came out a couple of years ago, which I did review on this show. It starred Kevin James. Much talked about seeing Kevin James in a horror movie. Well, that movie's getting a sequel. Uh, the sequel is titled The Wrath of Becky. Uh, it will premiere at South by Southwest later this year. Lulu Wilson will be returning to the role of Becky. Uh, it's also worth noting that Sean William Scott... Sean William Scott is part of the cat. Probably know Sean William Scott from the American Pie films. Um, I, of course, I mean, I know him from that, of course, but my favorite movie of his and um, one of my all-time favorite comedy movies, Role Models, he's in that. He's also in The Rundown, probably The Rock's greatest movie. He's in Dude, Where's My Car? Done a lot of good stuff, man, and he's going to be apparently in... The Wrath of Becky, unless this is a different Sean William Scott. Nope, it is that Sean William Scott. So cool. You know, we'll see how that turns out. The other movie was not too bad, man. So we'll see how that one turns out. Um, Tease this earlier Atomic Monster and Blumhouse talked about them with Megan. Uh, they are teaming up yet again. We do know that they are, of course, still talking about a potential merge between the two companies. Uh, they, of course, are doing great with the success of Megan right now. And they have another movie coming our way with Night Swim, which is a supernatural thriller starring Wyatt Russell. Uh, It is being uh, built around the hidden source of terror found in an iconic backyard swimming pool. Uh, Okay. You know, (laughs) I'm fine with it. I mean, again, Blumhouse has done, been behind two, you know, solid films as far as I'm concerned this year already with, uh, Megan and now sick. Um, and then of course, Tom monster and James Wan, always interesting stuff coming from there. So those two working together, putting a movie together, <laughs> give it to me, man. Wyatt Russell, talented actor into it, man. Can't wait to see what this turns out to be, especially with a backyard swimming pool. That's iconic, you know, with terror. 
why not? <laughs> you know, that could be a, that could be a good time. So definitely talk about that. Um, we get more information there, but that's going to do it for the horror news, which means we're going to jump over to DC news. Remember horror and DC are mandatory talks on this show every single episode. And we're going to kick it off with the first bit of DC news here. Uh, the flash film is set for some uh, reshoots. They are considered to be a few days of minor reshoots, reshoots, reshoots. Um, the, it's not to change the ending or anything like that. Uh, nothing is being done to change the ending, but instead it is just to, uh, quote, to touch up some shots, end quote, in the film. Uh, so yeah, nothing big, I guess, changing there. Uh, just doing some minor reshoots. The film will be, of course, releasing later this year. Uh, it's on track to stay at its regular release date. Uh, starring Ezra Miller uh, recently uh, pleaded guilty to the only thing he's actually excuse me, they have actually been charged with, and that was trespassing. The other two accounts uh, have been dropped. Um, so, yeah, Ezra has ple pled guilty there. He will be, uh, they will be going under, uh, had to pay a fine. They will do probation for a year, I want to say. Um, and, yeah, and they have to continue, you know, seeking mental health. There's a lot, there's a lot of caveats there and you know add add-ons to things that Ezra has to make sure they do to uh you know meet the deal but uh I am happy Ezra is getting help for the mental health that is the most important thing of course um and you know again Warner Brothers is interested in keeping Ezra on as long as they are continuing to keep uh working on you know the mental health aspect and you know, not do anything crazy here. Keep, um, yeah, stay away from alcohol, all that stuff. Um, so yeah, and it seems like Ezra is doing what needs to be done here. So, you know, again, the Flash film is testing extremely well. I'm extremely excited about the Flash film. It is my most anticipated film of the year. Again, uh, the Flash is my favorite superhero. So I'm very interested in that movie and seeing how it sets up things with the DCU going forward. And we'll see. Um, how things shape up from there, but uh, some yeah, some minor reshoots going on for the Flash film before it releases later this year. Uh, later this year on June sixteenth, twenty twenty three. Uh, let's see, rumors have been swirling that an actor uh, from Euphoria by the name of Jacob Eldor Elder. I don't know. I suck with names. Um, apparently has been cast as Superman for James Gunn's Superman film in the DCU. Uh, Gunn has since, you know, clarified what's happening here by saying, quote, my thoughts are no one has been cast as Superman yet. Casting as is almost always the case with me will happen after the script is finished or close to finished, and it isn't. We'll announce a few things in, in not too long, but the casting of Superman won't be one of them, end quote. So, again, you know, idiots spreading rumors on the internet about uh, James Gunn's DCU just to uh, cause an uproar and a stir because <sighs> they got nothing better to do. But uh, no, as the moment, we do not have a Superman actor named and we're not going to have one named anytime soon coming from the man himself but again remember later this month january 2023 we will get some information on the dcu not all information i will have you covered here when that news breaks uh, let's see moving forward matt reeves has confirmed that he will have an interview 
coming up with the DC studio bosses, James Gunn and Peter Safran to go over their overhaul DC universe and his Batverse. Uh, the goal is to ensure that both universes don't crash into each other in terms of storytelling. Reeves also said we want to support each other. Uh, speaking with Collider, Reeves said Gunn and Safran have been great when it comes to supporting his Batverse. Uh, we're actually supposed to meet in a few weeks because they want to talk to me about the broad plan and they want to hear the Batverse plan. We've, uh, we're just getting together to talk all about all that. Look, I'm excited to hear what they're going to do. The bat first thing, as James has said, and as Peter has said, is kind of its own thing they're letting us do. Reeves said he has a dream for how he wants the Batverse to play out, and that's part of what I'm going to be talking to them about in a few weeks. They're going to be talking to me about what they're doing in their 10-year plan, or, or certainly what's in the near future as well as so so that we can understand that we're not. It's air. It's all air traffic. We don't want to be crashing into each other. We want to support each other. I'm super excited. I'm really excited to hear about what they're doing and to be working with them. It's going to be cool, end quote. I'm glad that's happening, man. I, it may be confusing for some people who can't you know, process the idea that you know different universes can exist within these movies and Fact there's gonna be a bat verse still happening while the DCU is going on. It's perfectly fine and interesting. I can't wait to see what Matt Reeves has going on over there with his bat verse. As we know, Batman, the Batman Two, has already been announced. They are in the middle of working on the. They are working on that script uh, at the moment as well. We know that uh, Matt Reeves is working on the Penguin spinoff show that'll be hitting HBO Max uh, later. At some point, I don't believe we have an actual release date for that yet. But um, that will be tying in. So the events of the Penguin start after the first Batman film and will lead into the uh, next Batman film, as it's been confirmed by Matt Reeves. So that is awesome and interesting. Uh, there is also talks of an Arkham Asylum show. Uh, we'll have more information on that when we get it. But uh, yeah, it's cool that they're doing that. It's cool that uh, you know James Gunn's meeting with them, make sure they don't run into any any issues or anything like that. I don't know what the plan for Batman is yet for the DCU. We don't really know at all um, of any of the plans, honestly. About The only thing we know about the DCU right now is that a young Superman story is on the way. We know Jack Diddley Squat about anything else going on with the DCU. Again, we'll find out something soon. But at the same time, just got to have patience, man, and wait because it is not, you know... We're not going to know anything until it happens. Just all rumors and a new windows on the internet. So, we'll see how all that ends up, but you know me, I love my DC, and I'm very excited about everything that's on the way, man. It's, I'm very hyped up, and can't wait to see what we get from uh, the DC universe going forward. Uh, jumping into a little bit of other news here before we close out the show, uh, Adam Driver is the latest actor rumored to be playing Reed Richards in the upcoming Fantastic Four film for the MCU. Uh, rumors of Reed Richards and other reports have mentioned Elvis star Austin Butler is being eyed for the role of Johnny Storm, also known as the Human Torch. Uh, we don't know. Again, these are all rumors here. Uh, a lot of people have been rumored for Reed Richards. Uh, remember John Krasinski recently played the character in uh, Wanda in the Multiverse of Madness, as I like to call it. Um, but apparently John Krasinski will not be back in that role. Uh, they are looking for another actor. There's been some other names thrown out that I'm not remembering off the top of my head. Uh, Miles Teller? No, Miles Teller played the character before. 
<laughs> My bad. Um, somebody, I, I don't remember. But uh, yeah, Adam Driver is now the latest rumor, which is rumor saying it's very highly sought after by Marvel to play the role. So we'll see how that ends up turning out. Um, as far as Austin Butler being cast as, I don't know much about the Fantastic Four. Um, again, get your bingo cards ready. Not a Marvel guy. You know, I'm not a deep Marvel guy. I can enjoy some stuff, but I'm not not deep in the new of the Marvel stuff. But um, I like Austin Butler. He's a good actor. He showed it with the Elvis movie. So whatever he brings, he's rumored for that. He's also rumored for the Green Lantern. So y'all, you know, those turn out. Uh, the Fantastic Four film is set to debut during the MCU's Phase 6 on February 14th, 2025. So two years from now, so we'll see when we'll get any information. I don't even know if we'll get any information on the movie this year. Uh, you know, We've got all kinds of panels and goodies that happen throughout the year, so who knows? Anything can happen. Alright, and last bit of movie news here. William H. Macy is joining 20th Century Fox's Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Man, there's another Planet of the Apes movie all the way. I had no idea. Uh, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes starts an all-new chapter in the Apes saga, picking up many years after the conclusion of 2017's War for the Planet of the Apes. Cool, man. Why not? I think I've enjoyed those movies. Like, I don't... I haven't watched them in a long time. 2017 is probably, honestly, the last time I watched a Planet of the Apes movie. Um, and I did. I remember enjoying that movie. And I don't think it was just because Steve Zahn was voicing one of the apes... Steve Zahn's one of my favorite actors, man. Uh, so it was awesome, you know, hearing him voice one of the apes. But, uh, I, yeah, I think I enjoyed those movies. Yeah, I don't know. It's been a while. Been a while. But, um, yeah, good on him, man. Keep making those Planet of the Apes movies. Why not? The 20th Century Fox Jam, so that's a Disney movie. Cool. More power to him, I guess. You know, we'll see what ends up happening there. But um, I, I, I'll honestly, I'll see it again, like I said. I, I'm pretty sure I enjoyed the last Planet of the Apes movies. I know I saw War for the Planet of the Apes in theaters, and I feel like I came out of there with a positive. I don't know. It's been a while. All right, so that does it for the movie news. Hope you enjoyed that. Got some random news, WWE news here at the end for you. Just going to throw out here. Um, Cody Rhodes announced that he will be back in the Royal Rumble. A lot of that was speculated by a lot of us fans that Cody Rhodes would be back. Uh, highly, highly believed to win the Royal Rumble. We'll see how that turns out. But Cody Rhodes officially coming back at the Royal Rumble. Uh, next week, Monday Night Raw, depending on when you listen to this, is going to be the 30th anniversary. They got a lot of stuff going down there. We've got Legends returning, of course. You've got Becky Lynch taking on Bayley in a steel cage match. you got Bobby Lashley taking on Austin Theory for the United States Championship. You've got uh, the Usos defending the tag team titles against the Raw Tag Team titles, which is interesting, against uh, Judgment Day. And you have the Bloodline doing an acknowledgement ceremony for Roman Reigns, which says to feature the full Bloodline, which The Rock is part of the Bloodline. So is The Rock going to be on Raw? 30th anniversary? We'll see. Uh, and to close it out here, according to a new report, 2K is planning to hold an event in San Antonio, Texas on January 28th, 2023, the same day as, of course, the Royal Rumble, which, again, check out the Throw Me Podcast Network's Patreon. One dollar, you can join in and play the Royal Rumble game with us that will be streaming on our YouTube. Again, there's two Rumbles, so two chances to play here. Play in both of them, man. Have a good time. Have some fun with us. Royal Rumble game is where you draw random numbers and... You, you, that's your pick in the Rumble. If they win, man, 
good times happen. But uh, the Royal Rumble game is happening soon on, again, January 28th. So be sure to follow the Me Podcast Network on the YouTube, our social medias, to find out all the information there and join our Patreon. It's good stuff going on over there, man. Just for a dollar. Just a dollar. Um, but, yeah, 2K is holding an event apparently on um, in San Antonio, San Antonio, Texas, during the Royal Rumble, which is expected to be the announcement of WWE 2K23. Uh, they expect to be revealed with a hands-on gameplay. Um, also expected that they'll show off the showcase and the first news on a new game model. There's also a report saying on February 1st, another announcement regarding 2K23 is expected to be made, although not specified what it is. There's no, rele- uh, no release date at the moment, but it's highly speculated that the f- game will be releasing in March, just like 2K22 did. Um, and again, speaking of our YouTube page, you can see myself as well as Zach knocking out some uh, gameplay on there. And WWE 2K has been some gameplay in the past. I know Zach's got a fun uh, series uh, on the way of um, Machine Gun Kelly getting beat up by everybody in WWE, it seems. Um, And then I'll have some random gameplays every now and then. But that'll do it for this week's episode, man. Hope you enjoyed that. Hope you stay tuned in for that WWE talk. I don't know if everybody's WWE fan, but hey, I love it in this show. I love talking about stuff I love. Uh, so there you go. Review for Sick. I say check it out. Got some good horror news out there. Got some good DC news going on, man. And uh, news around the horn and movies. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you had a good time. Again, Thermomy Podcast Network. Stay tuned for all the other shows this week. If there's any horror news that breaks between now and Friday, it should be covered on the Slasher Report. Hunters Podcast has been Good Jesus. Hunters Podcast presents the Slasher Report. They'll have you covered there with some horror news. Um, until my show is back, and then, you know, check out all the other fun stuff we got going on. Metal Groove, I guess this is growing up, Core Memory Unlocked, and the Mr. Wonderful Show. All fun times, deep programs as well. All fun times going on over here on the Throw Me Podcast Network. We appreciate you all taking the time to listen in. I appreciate you listening to me ramble on about the stuff I find interesting. Uh, so, yeah, that'll do it for this week's episode. Appreciate you all joining in. Hope you have a wonderful rest of the day week, month, year, whenever you're listening to the show. Appreciate you taking the time. And remember, as always, that happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one remembers to turn on the light. Talk to you all next episode.